Hey beautiful people, it's another beautiful day and another beautiful episode of Loud Thoughts with Sadia. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. So today's episode is going to be a little different. It's going to be a story time and kind of like a rant time as well. Um, I'm going to be sharing my experience of how I fell for a scam, a job scam to be precise. And it was like my was like the moment I hit my highest disappointment at the Nigerian police. So because this story is quite long, I'm going to like quickly, quickly just go into it. And I'm going to try and make it as short as possible. Okay. So basically this happened way back in 2017. It's 2017 way back. But yes, it happened in 2017. And um, it was on a Friday afternoon sometime in May of 2017. I think it was around the last week of 27 um last week of may or thereabout i got a, so i got a call from my aunt it was that period where i was you know job hunting and broke and all of that and my aunt called to see my other aunt who is my aunt's cousin you know aunt aunt so i don't know how to put that relationship right now well she's a cousin to my aunt so she's my aunt as well well <laughs> that's what it is well I got a call from my aunt saying my other aunt knows someone that is recusing for Eric eh? and sent me his number that I should give him a call and hear what he has to say if he's got something for me. Okay, so I called this number. We talked. He introduced himself. He felt, you know, very, you know, sounded very like familiar with my aunt, even telling me how he knows my aunt is traveling to Eleven at the moment, how she's at the airport about to go to Eleven. I'm like, oh, okay, in my mind. So he asked my age and all of that and asked me to send my CV and relevant documents to info at com because, of course, he was claiming to be working with Eric N. Uh, and I think the conversation ended. He called back to say, okay, I was qualified. I was under 26 and the training was going to start immediately on Monday. Yes. And it was on a Friday. The training was going to be in Lagos and I was in Abuja. So I needed to get to Lagos as soon as possible. So he claimed that there was a flight leaving for Lagos that evening from Abuja and I'll be able to join in on that flight. So I needed to go and start packing my things. So we, we ended the conversation. I called my aunt back and gave her the feedback and she was like, oh, wow, nice. All of that. So she was ready. She, she lives close by. So she was willing to take me to the uh, airport and all of that. Then he called back to say, oh, sorry, the flight is full that I'll need to buy my ticket myself and I'll be refunded. And I was like, <laughs> wait okay uh well it's not bad there's nothing wrong with buying my ticket well so far i'll be refunded and all of that and then he said i needed to rush down to he asked what banks are close to me and i mentioned the banks and then okay he said i needed to rush down to the closest zenith bank that um when i get there he'll tell me what to do and I was like, okay. So I was still thinking it was some kind of partnership between Eric Air and Zenny Bank or something like that. But then I just, you know, I just went with the flow. I just kept telling myself, okay, my aunt, my, my aunt knows him. My aunt knows him. Um, I was, I got to the bank and then I got a, call, um, I got a call again from him saying the head of ticketing and reservations needs to book my flight as soon as possible. And I was like, okay that i needed to get the money across the money sent across as soon as possible and i'm like okay i was still you know wondering what was happening and then he was like you know what i'll send you the account number i'm like okay i was still there and the next thing the account number came in it was a personal account with the name 
Mrs. Gloria, Mrs. Gloria or for head of tickets and reservations. And I was like, then I called back. I was like, oh, sorry, this is a personal account. And all that. next thing, he just flipped the whole thing on me. What do you mean? You're wasting my time. Do you know how much time I've spent on you? Do you know how many people are blah, blah, blah? Ha. Me that was looking for a job. Next thing, I was just like, oh, I apologize. Sorry. That's how I stupidly went in and paid 50,000 Naira for a return ticket to Abuja. Then immediately, you know, I paid the money and all of that. Then I went back home, was rushing to, you know, pack up. My aunt was also coming to get me. So she she got to me. I gave her a feedback and all of that. She was still, okay, even she didn't see it as anything. Then he called back, you know, my way to the airport. In fact, we spoke until I got to the airport you know he confirmed he was even rushing me up like the lady's waiting i needed to go with the teller i paid with so my refund can be you know processed and all of that so yes i got to the airport got down of course i went to ask for the head of ticketing and reservations for Arik air and voila there was no one like that no one like Gloria of four that I asked and asked and asked. At that point, I sent something. But I just kept telling myself, you know what, my aunt knows him. My aunt knows him. He can't be that serious and all of that. Then I found another lady. Same situation. She was looking for another name because she had paid into another account, which was a Diamond Bank account. So she was looking for another name. Same head of ticketing and reservation. We compared numbers. We got talking. You know, we found each other. We, we got talking... We compared numbers. Then even Eric S. staff came to meet us. They took statements from most of our details and all of that. I'm pretty sure they didn't do anything. Of course, it's Nigeria. So that's how the whole thing went. And that was when it dawned on us. Like, wait, we had been scammed. Like, <laughs> it had just happened. Like, I felt like the ground should just open and swallow me. Like, imagine losing money. As a job hunting broke person like i wanted to just enter the ground immediately like i was still hoping someone would come and pinch me and wake me up from the dream like it was a bad dream i was having then i didn't remember to add the stupid the most stupid thing i did again so on my way to the airport one of the conversations we had again was there was another lady somewhere that i think in joss or no he didn't say joss i can't remember where he said he was where the lady was that her father is stuck her father doesn't do internet banking. Her father has been begging him if he could help get the girl to Abuja uh, to Lagos where the training, you know, would take place. And he was wondering if I could help the girl. And the father couldn't make it to the bank. So he was wondering if I could help the girl with some, you know, tickets as well, some flight tickets as well. And this was me just really trying to be nice, understanding that someone else was looking for a job like me and may lose it if they don't get to Lagos and that was how I, I sent another 25,000 for a one-way ticket to Lagos for this lady I've never I don't know her name did never heard of her but just you know wanted to help someone so in total I sent 75,000 to that account but the first 50 was from a bank which I went in myself to pay then the other 25 was a transfer that came in later on so by the time my aunt landed and all of that because she was on air so i think it was one of the reasons why the whole thing went smoothly and i he knew what he was doing so he he processed he did the whole thing at that point where we wouldn't be able to reach her to say um 
uh, auntie this is what's happening or to give her a feedback to say this is what was happening about payment and all of that so i couldn't reach her at that point i mean the main aunt that you know knows him so she landed we told her everything and she was like oh my god i think that was when we all knew everything was you know we, everything came clear apparently he 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 had you know it's not like they're that close he had been to our store once you know they he, he tried to be familiar with her he brought his wife and all of that so you know like that you know they got talking then i went back home i literally cried like i i cried like i, I couldn't explain it i i wanted someone to just i wanted the whole thing I, I wish i could just take back the hands of time i couldn't sleep then I googled i decided to google the guy's phone number and voila it was right there like you could see stories from everyone till date i still googled that number when i you know i was just narrating this story to someone a few days ago and i was like wait this would be good for the podcast so i decided to like you know record this and then i decided to google the number as well if you google the number you would still find this guy's story like the number of people that had you know come out to tell how this same guy same phone number same strategy about some airline recruiting for some airline so what he does is his pattern is you know he tries to build a relationship with someone that he's going to try use to get to you so you by the time you're sending him the money you keep having the mind that oh i know the um my aunt or my relation or my friend knows this person so it couldn't be a scam because i read three different stories online and it was the same pattern of me coming through someone that was how it worked so this story is quite long because there's a part two of it and then i got home i couldn't sleep honestly like i was just I, I just really wanted my money back like i think it was like my last cash as a as a job I, I didn't have a job i wasn't doing anything i didn't have a business nothing and someone just came to dupe me like that that's how um so it was a friday of course so the weekend went by and by monday i think my aunt you know my, my aunt knows someone at zenith bank so she decided to call in to say she called she decided to call in to you know to report then they, i think they took note of the girl's accounts that's a girl i paid into the accounts that i paid into so what happened again i was the fact that the extra 25k that i sent you know i sent in late i sent it later on so i think the girl couldn't take it out on friday then by monday i think she was having difficulty in taking it out so by monday by the time she went to the atm she couldn't take it out then she said to enter the branch that's how she got detained um she was she was delayed and my aunt had to quickly get a police to like pick her up and all of that so of course we entered the part two of the story we headed to the police station so my aunt called me like i need to rush down to the station that they've gotten the girl and all of that i got there we got <laughs> i got to the station and here she was she was literally crying she was shaking she was claiming you know she doesn't really know the man she had only seen him like once and he only uses her account number for stuff so what she does is she helps you know he pays people pay into her account and she just helps collect the money and send to him she even showed all other tellers all the tellers that you know the transactions she has carried out for him so she takes the money out and pays it into his own account so everything happened there they took our statement 
uh, met with the head of intelligence and this was at the headquarters in abuja in zone seven is this zone seven yeah i think it's zone seven opposite the neighborhood center yeah so it, it all happened really fast it, it happened really slow though you know how police matter is like talk and talk we're there for hours and i was literally getting tired so they took our statement and all of that on my way there i called the other lady that we met at the airport the other victim that fell the other lady that fell for the scam it, to ask if she was interested that this was the update my aunt had gotten the lady i paid into her account so maybe we would be able to get the guy and we'll be able to get our money back but the lady sounded very you know shaky you know she's not sure she doesn't like the police and all of that okay so i just even till i got there i was disturbing her even the head of intelligence that we we're speaking with was disturbing me to call her in and all of that wait she said she didn't come in she wasn't interested so um at the end of the whole conversation at the police station we were asked to pay thirty thousand naira for tracking that they would need to track the guy and all of that and we're paying thirty thousand naira again was because we had someone in the police like if it wasn't that we knew someone it would have been higher and i'm like how much are we even talking about <laughs> i'm not supposed to bring out that doesn't matter from but my aunt my aunt paid because we really just wanted to get to the bottom of it and very importantly we didn't want it to happen to somebody else like for me it was just about not even happening to somebody else again because it's funny that it had been happening by the time i googled that was when it hit me when i googled it and i saw that it had been happening for good like in the last one year and it's still happening it means this guy will still keep doing it so um we left the police station and after some weeks i got a call from a policeman saying the case had been transferred to the unit and all of that i was like okay uh-huh and then next thing he said uh, uh can you come in we need some money for mobilization we want to go to the girl's house and such a house at this point guys i couldn't explain my anger I, I didn't I didn't know where to start from. I just shouted, We paid thirty thousand naira. We I just that's what I just kept shouting because I didn't understand why I was supposed to come and pay for you to go to and such a case. Like my head was hot. Like I wanted to I wanted to run out of Nigeria. I didn't know how to put it. I just I was really angry. I didn't even I stopped answering. I just I just ended the call and months I think months went by. I didn't even bother again because it was getting really annoying then one day i got another call saying i think i got saying i think my money had been recovered that i should come in i was like wow finally i think this was in october this whole thing happened in may and by october the whole thing was getting resolved i think yeah so on getting there the ex then then something was just different it was almost like because when he called earlier i could swear that he said we've gotten the guy but on getting there, he was saying that they didn't, they couldn't get the guy. They went to the bank, even the information or his address details and all of that are just, you know, nothing, nothing, nothing tangible. So they couldn't get the guy. But the girl was really worried because, you know, the case I have is against her. So she would like that I drop the case against her. So she would like to return my money. And I was like, what the fuck? What, what the hell is going on? But to be honest, I was sick of the police. I was legit tired of the police and i needed to write a statement dropping the charges and all of that so i did that i agreed you know got the money and all of that the most disappointing thing for me again i didn't even get the money that day i went i had to come back again because it took some time to get their um their boss to sign it was the, like i think i went back like two more times it was really getting frustrating at this point then another 
pause another part that just really really hit me again was when you know they were going to give me the money yeah they brought out the cash it was cash and then they were like there's a percentage that they take that the police force takes when they help you recover your money i, I felt like i was in a movie because i was like this is not true like in my mind i was like it can't be true I can't remember the percentage, but I think it's about 20% or something like that because I'm trying to do the calculation. I forget things a lot and it's really weird. So I was like, there's a percentage you take. Yes. So apparently it's a thing with the police. It's a law. Like if they help you, if the police helps you recover money, they get a certain percentage. My head was hot and I didn't know where to start from. Angrily, I brought out the percentage. I gave it to them. I just wanted to leave. I just wanted the whole thing to be over. Then the guy started pressing me that they had to go to the girl's place. They had to do all the investigation they did with their money that I need to settle them. <sighs> At that point, I was livid. I didn't know where to start from. I couldn't explain my anger. I was literally shaking. I was, I was shaking. Till I got home, I wasn't okay. I was just shaking. Then... I gave them 5,000 Naira and then they said it wasn't enough. You guys, I didn't know how to like express my anger. The shark kept asking for more. Even money that they used to photocopy the statement I wrote and all of that, they took it from me. And my head was just boiling like, what the hell? At the end of the day, I left that place with 50 something thousand out of 75,000. Like, after everything. I just and for me like that day till i got home i wasn't fine i don't know why i was okay i was relieved like i don't have a business with the police again but something was just so off like i couldn't explain the anger and i was just like oh my god like is it is it does it get any worse i had you know i've had um minor situations with the police and you'll be angry and you'll be like Pfft. but this was just it for me like this was it i was like Nigerian police, ha, mm -mm. I mean, I, I got home just so angry, still, still thinking about the whole process. And the past of me still believes that, you know, probably the guy is even working with them. Because I can't believe you took that hour for tracking and all of that. You're acting like it's not the same Nigeria. Like, you couldn't find the guy. And the guy operates in Abuja. So I beg, if someone knows the police was very low, I'm still very much interested in verifying this story about there's a percentage certain percentage you get if they help you recover this money because i think i asked the police um a police i know then but I, I can't remember what the response was but again i beg anyways that's all gone now and we thank god for life i was just you know narrating the story to someone recently and i was like you know what let me just share this the story triggered a lot of things again about nigeria and me how the police is constantly letting people down and i just wonder when things are going to get better like what ways you think do you guys think the police force can be reformed i mean where do we start from so well that's the end of my story people if you've got similar experience please share this would be really 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 nice to hear let's share let's talk and of course like we always do we laugh about things let's laugh and let's learn but on that note I think it's important that we stay safe, people. Especially if you're job hunting, it's very important. Please just Google, like Google, Google anything you have. Google the numbers. Google the organization. Google anything. Google 
go on linkedin google the stuff or just google i feel like something will come out these days it's quite easy to like you know detect job scam and all of that but then it happens it, it, it does happen to us sometimes but i guess it is what it is but let's try let, let us try stay safe i mean that that's the whole point as well till i come your way again on another beautiful episode please stay beautiful and stay scam free scamless like don't fall for anything please